Welcome to Mysteries from Owl Creek Press. I'm your host, Kit Crum. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I present you with stories of the paranormal, the supernatural, and things that are just strange and unexplained. But on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have a man here at the mic that's known as the Lone Lumberjack and a force of misinformation taken down one tree at a time. And that's Ray Ruckus, and he's here now. Thank you, Kit. Now, I'm going to talk about gaslighting. And the reason I've chosen this topic is because it really affects mental health. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a person or group causes someone to question their own sanity, memories, or perception of reality. People who experience gaslighting may feel confused, anxious, or as though they cannot trust themselves. Now, going back a little bit, the term gaslighting comes from the name of a 1938 play and a 1944 film, Gaslight, in which a husband manipulates his wife into thinking she has a mental illness. Gaslighting is when someone questions a person's memory. They may say things such as, Are you sure about that? You have a bad memory, you know. Or, I think you're forgetting what really happened. Then there's withholding. This involves someone pretending they do not understand the conversation or refusing to listen to make a person doubt themselves. For example, they might say, now you are just confusing me or I I don't know what you're talking about. Then a gaslighting you might have privileged. This occurs when a person belittles or disregards how someone else feels. They may accuse them of being too sensitive or overreactive in response to a valid and reasonable concern. Then there's denial. Denial involves a person refusing to take responsibility for their actions. They may do this by pretending to forget what happened, saying they did not do it or blaming their behavior on someone else. Then there's diverting. With this technique of gaslighting, a person changes the focus of a discussion by questioning the other person's credibility. For example, they might say, that is just nonsense. You read on the internet stuff like that. It's not real. Then there's stereotyping. An article in the American Sociological Review says that a person may intentionally use negative stereotypes about someone's gender, race, ethnicity, sexuality, nationality, or age to gaslight them. For example, they may say, well, no one's going to believe a woman if she reports that or reports abuse. Who is that person that gaslights? Sometimes people with personality disorders, such as a narcissistic person, it's uh, a a personality disorder called NPD, exhibits abusive behavior. There was a 2020 article that states that people with NPD who are very narcissistic consistently need for admiration and attention. They have a belief that they are better than everyone else or special in some way, or they have a lack of empathy. This combination of symptoms can lead to unhealthy relationships. However, gaslighting is not always due to a mental health condition. Anyone can engage in this behavior. Gaslighting also operates on a broader scale as a feature of systemic oppression. People in power sometimes use it to damage the credibility of a person or a group, which disempowers them. Now the question is, how do you respond to gaslighting? Gaslighting has a significant impact on mental health, and that's why we're discussing it here today. 
So people who experience it need to make sure they look after their mental health. There are several ways to protect oneself from this form of abuse. And kind of as a sideline, the reason I'm getting into this is because there's a lot of politics coming up. And if you don't think there's going to be some gaslighting, you better think again. There's violence on hotline suggests these things. Keeping a secret diary, this is a good defense. In a diary or journal, a person can record the date, time, and details of what happened concerning a certain event. Soon afterwards, when someone tries to gaslight them, they can refer back to their diary. And then you can talk to someone trustworthy. Confiding in a friend, family member, or counselor may help someone gain perspective on their situation. The person can also act as a witness to events. Then there's photography. Photographs can also help someone fact-check their memories. Keeping voice memos, a device that can record sound, can work as a quick way for someone to describe events in their own words. Now, this type of evidence can also be useful if a person decides to pursue legal action against the abusive person or organization. However, check state laws on recording before you use them in a court situation. It's vital to make sure that any proof that a person gathers of the abusive behavior remains private, particularly if they share a home or workspace with a perpetrator. So, gaslighting a scary thing when it comes to mental health because it makes you doubt yourself. There are safety plans and tools people can use to protect themselves from abuse depending on the situation. And the abuse we're talking about is gaslighting. This is worse than a lot of physical abuse. You might say, wow, wait a minute. No. What's worse than doubting yourself? What's worse than having to go to somebody and saying, gosh, I don't know. What do you think? When to seek help? Anyone who believes they are experiencing a gaslighting form of abuse, of any kind of abuse, actually, they should be reporting this. Even if the abuse does not become physical, gaslighting and similar behaviors can significantly undermine a person's self-esteem and mental health. Now, gaslighting is not a new phenomenon. People have used gaslighting and other types of psychological abuse for many years, but the term gaslighting itself is relatively new. Now, remember, we're dealing with some very strange things politically within each political party. I, Ray Ruckus, do not take sides. I simply say, beware and prepare yourself because there's going to be a lot of people trying to throw things out there that will sway you from one side to another, from one way of thinking to another. And as I mentioned, gaslighting is going to be involved in politics it's more likely to be effective when the gaslighter has a position of power. And because of that, keep in mind, if you think you are scratching your head and saying, gosh, maybe I didn't think that, or maybe I should have thought that, or maybe I should vote this way, step back, take a deep breath. Who's gaslighting you? Take a look at that person. Is that person trying to get to a different level of power? Are they trying to change a group's position? Are they trying to downgrade or disrespect some individual? If you think you're being gaslighted, somebody's gaslighting you, step back and look at that individual and question why they are saying what they are saying.
Well, that's the last word on gaslighting for a while. This is Ray Ruckus, a lone lumberjack in a forest of misinformation, taking down one tree at a time. Thanks for listening.